Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Aaron. Well, hi, Andrew. Let's do some spoilers. All right. Welcome to the Sif Spoil for Terminator Dark Fate. Yeah. Um, we are going to talk all the spoilers for this movie. Hanging threads, romances, jokes, Easter eggs, cameos, deaths, resurrections, or post-credit sequences. They all die. Uh, and we will uh, be jumping around, so it might be a little confusing if you haven't seen the uh, movie. But uh, let's talk spoilers and tell me why Arnold Schwarzenegger shouldn't have showed up on set at this movie. Well, to do that, I need to start at the beginning of this movie. Oh, no. And, no, no, for the simple fact that, all right, we are officially in spoilers, and this is a huge spoiler, so I'm just going to say it one more time. The movie starts with a T-800 shooting John Connor a year after Judgment Day was supposed to take place. They're on the beach having a good time. By the way, quick aside... The de-aging is so freaking good. How did they yeah. do John Connor? Yeah. Like, hey, that was the kid. That, that was yeah. him. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. But then the T-800, I understand why people hate that scene, and I'll tell you why I actually like that scene. Okay. Because it's, if you go back to T-2, the personification that John put on that T-800 was this is a father figure for me. Mm-hmm. So that ultimate betrayal, you know, of being killed by the man who you looked up to. Yeah. It, it's not technically the same one, but for aesthetic purposes, mm-hmm. it looks just like him. So there's that sense of betrayal there. Because if you're coming right out of T2 straight into this, that's traumatic. Here's where it's going to fall apart, though, and this isn't where I don't like Arnold okay. Schwarzenegger, yeah. but it just it me- it doesn't make sense for any of the timeline at well, it does, all. It does a couple things. Uh, again, we are now about to spend our time thinking about a movie we have told you <laughs> not to think about. Yeah. Uh, too deeply. Yeah. Um, but it does a couple things. Number one, it kind of makes T2 feel... Uh, like lat like uh, you know like you don't get to feel the success of t2 anymore it just lasted a year <laughs> then, yeah and they actually succeed and yeah. they kill john connor it's like 
Ah, that's 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 kind of rough. And then the other thing it does is, okay, so then why does Skynet never happen if they actually succeeded? And that's where this is going to fall apart because right. um, if Skynet had the ability to send back multiple Terminators at the same time, I don't know why, but in my head, I always had the mentality of if they get to send one back, we get to send one back. Just because that's how the movies franchise has always worked, you know, like yeah. they send one back, so we're going to send one back. If they had the ability to send back multiple Terminators in the same timeline, mm-hmm. why not send like a hundred Terminators back just to kill John Connor? Why send one? Right. If that's the mentality. Also, if Skynet is officially dead, then why does that Terminator still get to come back? And I'm not going to get... Because I'm going to... Well, I think what the movie is trying to say is that Skynet uh, died... I mean, Skynet died for the future of this timeline, that those Terminators are from a different timeline where Skynet was already sending Terminators back. Yeah. So... Do you understand what I'm saying? I, I know what you're saying, but okay. at the same time, it it makes me question: like, if they knew that that Terminator was going to fail, then why? Uh, How would they know that Terminator was going to fail when they sent it? Well, because they sent others afterwards. It's like they were. If that's how the if that's how Skynet's thinking, like, oh, we're gonna send back this Terminator, but if it fails, we're gonna send back this Terminator. Well, how do you but know they didn't? Fails, but how do you know they didn't send ten Terminators back, like, to different? points in the timeline that's what i'm saying okay like Like at the same time like they sent them all at the same time two different points of the timeline do you understand what i'm saying so you're saying like they sent them all at the exact same time but they show up at different yes they sent them two different times same origin different um destination destination. i just think that that's weird it is weird no it's all weird it's all stupid paradox i I totally get what you're saying but you know i'm just just saying there's a way to and here's what i was saying about the movie doesn't like tie itself to too many rules so like it's we can think about these paradoxes and we can but the reason we can kind of come up with like clever end arounds is because the movie is never like here's exactly how it happened you know it just kind of leaves it out there and just it lives in multiple timelines and multiple timelines to me don't make sense because you know they just don't branching timelines are always weird and paradoxical and you know there's a lot about them that's never going to make sense but the movie doesn't try to it doesn't it doesn't take any time to deal with those paradoxes it doesn't try to explain itself it just shows you the story and then you're left to go does that make sense does it not make sense well i can kind of make it make sense if i think about it this way i think that's the way you have to do it when you're dealing with time travel paradoxes you just have to not explain it yeah can i ask a question about yeah. skynet versus legion which is the, yeah. the yeah. Skynet, i guess um why why is there no skynet like I, I always thought that skynet was stopped because of john connor and i right. think that that's what the movie's saying yeah in that legion i think what the movie's trying to say is the advancement of ai and ai taking over is inevitable you may stop one but later on, another one eventually is going to happen. I, I think I, that's what the movie's trying to well, say. They destroyed, I guess my, they my, destroyed Skynet. Yeah, Skynet's officially gone. Yeah, I guess my problem is I don't remember the end of T- T2. So Yeah, they destroy Skynet. Yeah. They blow it all up. Okay. I, yeah, I what they do that. at the end of T2 is they destroy all traces of future technology that would inevitably mm. lead to the production of Skynet. They gotcha. kill 
they kill the T-1000. They throw both the cybernetic arm and the chip from the original Terminator. And then uh, Arnold does that super sad thumbs up as he goes <laughs> down into the pit of molten okay. steel. I, I forgot all that. So I wish they had recapped that part just for me. I, I haven't yeah. seen that movie in like 15 years. So Oh, you got to go back and but, watch it, man. That would have been really interesting if they had recapped that just for you. And on the screen it was like, hey, Phil. <laughs> To say my name. Here's, here's a recap for <laughs> Phil. Everybody else is just for Phil. I will. The movie does start with Sarah Connor talking to is it Doctor Silverman uh, about like uh, is that is from it, the original? That's from T two. Yeah, yeah. That, that yeah, I thought scene. that was yeah, I thought that was just a scene that was yeah. She, but they from, start off with it. And I'm like, oh, that's super cool. Actually, the movie starts off on this beach with the sand. Uh, slowly washing away the skulls and stuff and as soon as the skulls washed away the 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 waves never come back because they serve their purpose did you notice that (laughs) (laughs) if you watch this movie again which i probably i'll say this right now i probably will watch this movie again it's just fun i might i might i had i had a good time with it but you'll see that the waves keep coming in and they keep minimally washing away to reveal the skull but as soon as you see that it's actually a skull the waves stop like oh they serve their purpose we don't need to see them anymore um so you did finish, you did answer the question finally about no arnold no i don't think you ever oh, got there okay. come back to that so in t2 it is established that this was a rope or a, a machine that was reprogrammed to learn human emotions it was reprogrammed to protect John Connor. Correct. The humans did that. They yeah. reprogrammed it. Yeah. Yes. Have you seen the director's cut of T2? I don't know that I have. Okay, because they actually show like them capturing uh, that T-800 okay. and then officially reprogramming him and to where he can learn from humans and human emotions because originally that's not how Terminators are programmed. They're programmed to be emotionless. They're programmed to show no empathy or pity or anything. So this T-800 that inevitably kills John Connor is obviously not reprogrammed to learn human emotions. So, after he fulfills his mission, why does he then take on these traits? I No, I totally agree that it's a uh, yeah. quote-unquote plot hole. Like, I, yeah. like I, I thought the same thing when he... There's kind of this moment where... Okay, I'm going to go around a roundabout story here to sure. get to where I'm going. Yeah. Uh, Short Circuit. Remember the movie Short Circuit? Yeah. Oh, with so, um, Johnny Five? Yeah. Johnny okay. Five... So there's a moment in Short Circuit where somebody asked Johnny Five how he learned right from wrong. And Johnny Five says, I taught myself. Yeah. And it's this big moment or, or whatever. And I had a, uh, uh, a teacher in high school who taught my Christian world and life studies class who loved movies. In fact, he, I credit him with part of my passion for movies because he would just show movies in class and we would write you know essays on them and that kind of stuff well, that's cool yeah it was a lot of fun but anyways uh he tells the story of the first time he saw that in a theater he stood up at that moment and said that is impossible like yelled at the screen yeah. that is impossible and he's right you you know like when you're a ro- the programming has to come from somewhere and so i thought the same thing with schwarzenegger's terminator like yeah you you don't just get to change your own programming exactly in, in that way uh that's that's 
that and that's not that's not because of uh, conscious. That's not a consciousness thing. Yeah, that's a uh, that's, that's a program. That's data thing. You know. So um, I was glad they didn't spend a lot of time on that. Like you get, you get to see him saying goodbye to his family and stuff right. like that. So there was a couple scenes, but then they kind of went up, moved and on. This is, and, and this forgot. is what I was going to say. Yeah. As much as it's a plot hole, I didn't think it meant Schwarzenegger shouldn't have been in the movie. For me, it's a foundation built. So it's too on, big. Yeah, for me to go along with it, like oh, I he agree. shouldn't be able to do that. Therefore, he shouldn't be in the movie. I, I, I think, think that, I, didn't, I didn't think that was the dumbest part of the movie. Honestly, I think the movie would have been better served. And I'm not saying for female empowerment or anything like that, which the movie definitely does, and it does it well. But if you just had those three women taking on this Terminator, I think the movie would have been so much better. I think the movie falls apart without Schwarzenegger in it. Why? I, I know I, in the way it's constructed now, I think you would yeah. have had to change a lot for me to get the again the same sense of humor, the yeah. same tone, um, and I I think he does bring. A uh, like a real like it's not a Terminator movie without him in a lot of ways. Like it really it really feels like he's a he's a key ingredient. Now maybe See, I if think he it used him differently, I think it would have been bold if they didn't have him in it. I mean, you know, maybe, but I I don't know. I I I I like that he's in it. I think maybe if you can figure out a way to change, but I, but so much of the plot is based on how he and Linda Hamilton and their. You know, and, knowing that she killed him, but I, but that's another part of why I don't think he should be in the movie because it minimalizes the tragedy that Linda Hamilton has been expressing the entire movie. How she is so quick to not forgive him. Yeah, it's but, big. No, you're right. It's a big thing. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm coming along with you. Yeah. Um, I just there, really would have missed him. I, I really would have missed him if he wasn't in it. You could have had him be in the beginning of the movie killing John Connor. No, and have I mean, that be the I, only time he's no, in it. No, but I mean, I mean, I miss T two, Schwarzenegger, like yeah. the the sense of humor, the um, you know. But what, it's all built on lies. What's, what's I know? You're right. No, you're right. Yeah. You're right. I, but again, I get, for me, it's a part of don't think about it. You know. Yeah. Too well, much. Again, I'm not saying that this is what ruined the movie for me. I'm saying that when I think about it, this is the stuff. Yeah, that but bothers when you make me. a statement like like I wish Arnold Schwarzenegger wasn't in the movie, then I have to wrestle with: Do I agree with that? And I think overall I don't agree with that, but I really do see what you're saying. Yeah. I will say he had the funniest parts of the movie. When he's talking about trying to sell drapes Dude, to the I guy was, about... I was, oh. I was laughing so I was hard. So, no, don't do it. <laughs> he was great. Solid he had colored. several moments. <laughs> you need you, you balloons, stars, and ponies. <laughs> Our relationship isn't physical. I'm a good listener and also hilarious or whatever, whatever yeah. he said. Yeah. Extremely yeah. funny. He yeah. said, and I'm extremely and funny. And like, what? <laughs> and then, yeah. He was easily the funniest part of the movie. I do appreciate whenever the action sequences go that he was going back to that slow-moving tank. Like, when mm-hmm. he hit that Rev-9, he hit it hard. It was slow. He wasn't fast. But when he uh, did that... The action that... is really good in this movie, right? Yeah. Like, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not making that up. No, it's, no. it's really well done. And I'm going back to... I think that a lot of that goes... 
along with Mackenzie Davis and the Rev Nine. I think that she's they, great, it, man. Right they from amplify that. that. I honestly, oh. I, the the best fighting for me was between the two of them. I yeah. I, I liked having um, the T eight hundred in there and, and watching him, you know, help out. And I really truly believed that they needed him. Like that's that's where I kind of diverge. I, I agree with most of what you're saying, Andrew. But where I kind of diverge is like I don't know. Like by the time they meet him in that cabin, I'm just like, if he's not on board, if he doesn't join them, they're screwed. Like they're not going to be able to to take this thing down. You don't think? I, I really felt like they needed his help. I think that if they they really should have leaned into is her name Rosa? Is that what the character? Oh, it was Danny. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Daniela, but everybody called her Danny. Um, they should have leaned into if she is now the new John Connor. They need to. I'm not saying have a montage where she learns combat and everything, but they should have really leaned into. You now, I see on screen why this person is going to be the new leader. Show me now. To, yeah, but I think they tried to do that not physically. I think they tried to do that emotionally, like heart wise. Like they showed you why she became the leader because of her heart. And you kind of saw her come into herself uh, in that moment. Yeah. Um, so I thought yeah. that. that- twist I, I know you hate the word twist I, it's i don't know it, 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 i just try not to use it it's not it, that i hate it really it, it but. seemed like a it, it wasn't a strong turn but I, I did like the turn in the plot where they were kind of assuming that audience is led to believe that it's not her it has nothing to do with her She's i knew just, immediately it was her oh, yeah, yeah. I, I thought so too like i was i was kind of like i i don't know if that like the, the well math here's works. here's why i knew <laughs> here's why i knew they're they they are setting up the uh the empowerment stuff in this movie mm. and the way that Linda Hamilton tells her in that first conversation, Oh, you're just a womb. It's just your womb. You, yeah. You're just, you're just like, it's all obviously going yeah. to be, we're, yeah. we're going to find out that's not the, it's very obvious that I, that's not the I truth. I spent most of the movie wondering if it was her or her child. Um, but then when they did that, I was like, okay, like, yeah. but, but I, I did like that they did that. Like the, mm-hmm. they at least tried to keep you on your toes enough to just say, Hey, you know, you're not going to know until the end of the yeah. movie for sure. Yeah. So. If they're going for the whole empowerment thing, then that just also another is another reason why Schwarzenegger shouldn't be in the movie because then you're saying, yeah, female empowerment, but you can't win without him. Yeah, I don't know. I, I if that's I if mean that's, that's not what it, I, I if mean, that's the message they're trying to say, then I'm saying that that is an issue. But if that's not what the movie's trying to say, then yeah, again. It's one of those things, don't think about it, it's a fun movie. (laughs) Here's another problem I have. (laughs) So, he's sending her text messages from uh, whenever he gets like a reading or whatever, from whenever a uh, time portal opens up and somebody comes through. Yes, right, right. yeah, yeah, he's tipping her off. Yeah. So, how... So he knows when they arrive. How did he know to send Linda Hamilton to that bridge like a day later? What do you mean? Okay, so he knows the moment they arrive and where they arrive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sent Linda Hamilton, Sarah Connor, not to where he arrived, but where they were going to be. Well, they, they address that in the movie. Yeah, at, I think at, they do. At some point, she she says, um, I get a text. I don't know who it's from. All I know is be at this location at this time. And so I, yeah. think, I think he actually knows before they arrive. I think that, that was the sense I got. But then he's, he, then he's an all-knowing character. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's a difference between knowing when somebody arrives because there is a physical, uh, I guess you could say, disturbance or whatever in, like, a shift, you know, that can be measured. 
you know yeah because because she's ta- she even said um i i watch i watch the sky open up and someone descend so she's yeah she's standing there waiting like he's not telling her like hey someone just descended out of the sky and dropped to the ground mm-hmm. he's saying they are going to in a couple weeks and you need to be there to, to watch it happen well, yeah. what andrew's saying is she wasn't where they popped out where they you know uh nude, emerged nude electric ball um, yeah. You know, drop. But, but she says that she had done that in the past. Well, other, and, and my assumption was that she had that she knew where they were dropping and was trying to, you know, find because she says that he gave them both of those locations on that last on those last two. But I, I, if, I'm with you, though. I don't know how he knows all that. Yeah. But there's a if he know if he knows where it's measurable, I can get that. Mm-hmm. I'll understand that because you can say that there is a buildup of like magnetic or electricity and I'm that's just all i think out the words. movie's saying i don't yeah. think he's saying that they knew he she was going to be i think she followed yeah. them there after like finding wherever he dropped that she had been like tracking and following and and that kind of thing but then i'm just confused as to why she wasn't there whenever the rev nine emerged but i think she was i, I think she, you have to assume she was somewhere and then was fought and was following or because there were two of them she was confused confused and trying to i just you know you're you're right there's there's some missing information there for sure but it it doesn't hurt my brain too much yeah but then all that leads to what i think the best action sequence of the movie was the initial battle between mckenzie and the rev nine in that uh factory Mm -hmm. the very first one i thought that was just because it was something i'd never seen in a terminator movie before it's always hit and run run away from it run away from it but she was initially her first action was to not get this girl and go it was kill this thing mm. and nobody had ever had that mentality in a terminator movie before yeah uh, not at least until the end of the movie you know they're like okay i'm tired of running no her initial thing is kill this thing and i think i hate about the movie <laughs> <laughs> i can't believe i keep saying that I hate the fact that she is this cybernetically enhanced superhuman. But if she doesn't get her special her meds, her special <laughs> meds every hour, she dies. I don't know if it was every hour, but it makes sense, right? No, she I mean they it, waved at it. They waved. She said something about I'm not designed for more than such and such minutes. But of, that is the worst design ever. Then yeah, well maybe you just got to get what you get. Like you know yeah but do you know what i'm saying designed that way i mean it's just like that's a limitation maybe yeah do you think that uh the her being her core being the MacGuffin? what did it ruin the movie at all for you like oh she's gonna be the initial key to killing it like you got to take my core out to kill like is it like ruin it yeah no i i mean it it's just i don't know it's they they all kind of have that um you know, sacrificial ending thing. That's kind of a, a Terminator staple. Yeah. Somebody's got to give themselves, you know. I did think it was a little convenient, though, because, like, she obviously never me- thought to mention this up until, like, yeah. right this moment. Mm-hmm. Like, they were like, oh, we, we got to get a couple of EMPs, or I've got this thing in my tummy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I hear you. And, and I've got my own stuff, too. I, I remember thinking, I, I, don't, I didn't, you know, um, necessarily, like, lock into and hold it in my brain. Um, I figure someday I'll probably have to send the movie anyway, and so I'll, I'll be going all over it again. <laughs> but, uh, but the, you know, things like the, um, just the way the Rev-9 works makes no sense. The idea that this, you know, that he can control this, you know. Wi-Fi. Uh, 
Uh, no, 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 totally. I'm not saying it doesn't make sense that he could control it. I'm yeah. saying the the way he uses it makes no sense. In what way? There, there's there's literally no reason for them ever to be together. <laughs> like right. there's there's oh. no reason for him to wear that other part of him as a, as as a suit. Like you know what I mean? Like it just I don't other know. Other than the fact that it is totally awesome. <laughs> Especially during fight stuff. I'm just like, of all the, in this, and that's the thing with these Terminators, uh, you know, like the T-1000, or in this case, the Rev-9, that can f- shape into anything. Yeah. That ability, it, the way they decide not to use it at key points in fights to do key, th- like, there are moments where they're reaching out, and it's like, you should never have a moment where you can't catch somebody. Like, literally, you can just lasso anybody with your, you know, nano particles yeah. you know so it's just it when you start to think about that kind of stuff it it gets a little bit ridiculous yeah favorite weapon in the the movie My, mine was the that chain thing that she was whipping around yeah, with that the was hook great. on it and just slicing him like slicing yeah. pieces of him off yeah. i was like wow that I, looks great i'm just trying to play devil's advocate here as to why the rev 9 is a better model than the t800 and the t9 t1000 i should still go t1000 but go ahead um I'm not saying villain. I'm saying a better model. Right. Um, because with the T-1000, whenever he was, you know, fully liquid, you know, you could dispatch him like they kind of did. But if he has a strong metal core that can kind of absorb some of the incoming blows. Mm-hmm. And then whenever he separates, you know, that's just a double threat. I understand what you're saying. Like, why not just have two? Yeah. Yeah. But... No, I hear I, you. Yeah. It's cool. I still That's think, for sure. I still think the T-1000 is a better villain because I think he showed less emotion than uh, the Rev-9 does. Um, I'm not going to get into the whole, if this is a Legion, why are they still calling them Terminators? Why do they still look like Terminators? You know, that whole thing. Yeah. Um, there was a sequence in this movie where it actually follows Mackenzie Davis's character in the future, and you see this new model of Terminator that kind of reminded me of the aliens from Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I remember those, yeah. It actually made me want a movie about that timeline yeah. and dealing with those Terminators because they seem like such an unstoppable well, force. Well, if I'm, if I'm reading the box office correctly, you're not getting that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the lowest uh, opening it's, weekend? It's not great. Yeah. It's not great for a Terminator movie, really? which, sure. which is sad because this is the th- what we consider the third best one. Again, yeah. it's not on the same level. I we're, think not, we're not alone, but we're also... Um, not the majority. <laughs> not, well, we may actually... Well, I don't, I don't know. I mean, you go by Rotten Tomatoes, it's, you know, it's in the high 60s. Is it? Yeah, so, mm-hmm. I mean... You know, but again, what does Rotten Tomatoes mean? It just means that that percentage of people gave it a thumbs up as opposed to a thumbs down. Yeah, could be a C plus. You know, as far as as you know. So yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah. I don't. I. It seems received well enough, but audiences just aren't aren't necessarily interested. I think there's Terminator fatigue. I really I don't do. know. Why would there be Terminator? I guess just it's such a pop culture icon, maybe because it's not like. Would this, movie, would this movie have done better in the summer? It seems like a it summer. It feels like a summer movie. Yeah. It is a weird time to release it, but I, I've... I think they were, they were thinking that, oh, there's so many big action movies coming out in the summer that they just don't want to compete with it, but all the action movies this summer were kind of crap. Yeah. You know? uh, well, just, and there's I've, obviously I've no way they can now, know I, that. I don't think that that matters as much as it used to. Um, I think, you know... Well, I mean, look at Joker. Yeah. <laughs> 
yeah, you know, yeah. it's make what is it's it up close to three hundred million? It's close to a billion worldwide. Now. Worldwide, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, domestic. It's a, you know. So yeah. I just I don't know that that matters as much anymore. I just think there are different factors. Here's so. what I mean by Terminator fatigue. I think that people are tired of bad Terminator movies. They were we were blessed with T1 and T2, and so then they've already they, given up. They've given up on the fact that oh, we'll, we'll never get a good Terminator movie again. Yeah. It's kind of like how I think a lot of people are feeling. Box office doesn't support what i'm about to say but with the fast and the furious franchise you know like, right oh the, the the way that they're going is just it, i'm i've given up on there ever being a good one of those movies again yeah um and i think that that's what people are expecting but they accidentally made not accidentally but they surprisingly <laughs> made they surprisingly made a pretty good terminator movie it's not a, i think so it's not a brilliant Terminator movie. I honestly consider T2 to be a top 100 movie of all time. It's a great movie. Yeah. This definitely is not a top 100 movie of all time. Very interesting. Very yeah. nice. Anything else, spoiler-wise? No. you want to talk about? I loved the plane stuff. I thought that was really well handled. Um, yeah. The, the, the anti-gravity stuff was really interesting. Oh, yeah. Falling stuff. They sure did say kill box a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, they did. Yeah. All right, that's going to wrap it up. Uh, we will be back uh, next week to talk um, the Dr. Sleep movie. Yeah. So we'll see you then. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.